0: Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Navigating Narrative with Nick. I apologize that it's been a few weeks, and that, you know, if you are listening to this recording when it's just come up, it's a Saturday instead of a Friday, uh, which is off our regular schedule when we have a schedule uh, by a little bit, but, you know, that's okay. Here we are, back for another few minutes of Navigating Narrative. This week is going to be a little bit different for two reasons. Firstly, because it's going to be a whole episode on poetry as opposed to uh, what you would normally think of as narrative, and we'll get into uh, why maybe that's a little bit of a false dichotomy and why poetry should be counted, or at least some poetry, should be counted as narrative a little bit later on. Uh, so that's the first thing. And then secondly, at the end, we're going. I'm going to share uh, some of the poetry that I have been writing. Uh, I... Write poetry, surprise, uh, sometimes. So that is what is in store for this week. So let's begin with what I brought up um, a little bit ago, and that is there is sometimes this idea that uh, if you have a poem in a broader narrative or book, that it disrupts the story flow, right? So you're reading... Uh, you know The Hobbit or The Lord of the Rings to pick an example from from my favorite author who uh, does a great job of putting poems within his uh, epic stories and you're reading and you come upon uh, the elves in Rivendell right in, in The Hobbit chapter 3 and they break into song and uh, and upon your first or second reading you may go wait a minute this is a disruption of the narrative but you know maybe it's okay I enjoy the poetry Uh, you know, a poetic break, and then let's get back to the story. Uh, Well, I'm here to at least begin to argue that that is not the case. In those instances, what Tolkien or any other good author is trying to do is show that the poetry is definitely a part of that narrative, and that the poetry has a unique part to play within that narrative. And if you look closer, uh, you can see how in any individual case. Uh, so that's my first, sort of my defense of why why are we discussing poetry on a podcast that literally has narrative in the name. So there, there's that. Uh, how did I get into poetry? Well, I got into poetry, uh, I guess at first, through some of the more popular poets, uh, Edgar Allan Poe, I read some uh, Walt Whitman growing up. Uh, and then, of course, I was familiar with the uh, the psalms and proverbs and other uh, biblical poetry as well, uh, although i 'll expound more upon that a little bit later uh, so yeah that 's how I started reading poetry and uh, i didn 't really fall in love with it like i like I am now till a few years ago um, That really started gradually in my middle teens uh, as I again was listening to a lot of uh, English professors talk about uh, Tolkien and again going through his uh, works and his poetry within his works. That really opened my eyes to the beauty of what poetry can be Uh, and then from there I started looking a little bit into uh, the poetry of uh, the medievals, uh, so Old and Middle English poetry, and then here much more recently, in the last summer, in the past few months, I started to really delve deep into Biblical poetry of of the Psalms and a little bit of Hebrew, but mainly the English translation for now. yeah, so that's a little bit of my history with, with reading poetry. So why? What, uh, the reason I, I love poetry so much is several reasons. First off, it is its own language, in whatever language it is, in whatever its origin of uh, language is. Let me explain what I mean by that. Uh, even, let's say you're taking an English poem, right? It's going to be different from the same ideas uh, put forth in prose, right? It just is, because poetry, you have uh, certain rules like rhyme and meter, and sometimes you get some alliteration in there. And so the experience of reading it and uh, writing it actually will be different. Uh, and then there's a whole another uh, factor when you talk about like lang- poetry in a different language. And in fact, I almost, no not almost, I do love poetry in a different language even more because it heightens the mystery. Uh, it heightens the, uh, the factor of, wow, this is an incredible piece of art that is, uh, forces me to think a little bit harder and to just rest myself in it for longer in order to soak up all that, the, that it has to offer, because in addition to the poetic aspect, you are adding on a uh, linguistic translation aspect as well, which uh, is, is, again, uh, translation is never one-to-one um, in, per- in prose, but it's even more so in, in poetry. And I'll give... Uh, an example of poetry in a different language, uh, here in a, in a minute, uh, and that is from, uh, from the Hebrew, and, but before I say that, I just want to emphasize the fact that poetry just sounds great in whatever its native language is, and, uh, if the poet is good, that is, if there's some bad poetry, like, I'll give you that, uh, but, uh, yeah, no, if a poet in his native tongue is, uh, Crafting uh, words, it it's beautiful, and so I want to just give you a taste of of that uh, of poetry in a in a different language. Uh, this, what I'm about to recite, is called the Shema. It's from uh, Deuteronomy, the book of Deuteronomy in the Bible, and it started out as a command to the people of Israel. But throughout uh, culture, tradition, and history, it morphed into a prayer. Now it's something that if you are uh, Jewish, you pray this uh, uh, twice a day, maybe three times a day. I think just twice a day um, in the morning and at night. um, And it's beautiful in its original language. So I just invite you to actually get a drink of water first. Uh, but while I do that, I invite you to close your eyes and uh, just prepare to uh, clear your mind and listen. Alright, here we go. Shemach Yisrael, Adonai Elohinu, in an ayahad, the et Adonai Eloheha, the Choliv of the Chol Nefcha the Chol Wasn't that something else? I mean, I first time I heard it, I was blown away and I listened to it over and over and over again and that's what made me want to memorize it and learn it uh, for myself. It just Even if you don't know the significance of the, the words themselves of, of Hero Israel, the Lord your God, the Lord is one, and, and the rest of it, uh, just the sound of that is, is mesmerizing. Uh, so, as I mentioned before, I've not only read a fair amount of poetry and appreciated it from other authors, but I have dipped my pen into the metaphorical inkwell myself and uh, composed some poetry. My first poem was written when I was about 10-ish, maybe 11, I don't remember exactly how old I was. Uh, it was for uh, school, I was homeschooled growing up, and. Uh, One assignment I had uh, for an English project was to write a brief paragraph on the piano. Just how does piano music make me feel? Um, You know, just it was kind of vague, it was open to interpretation and my own experience. Uh, And I remember sitting there struggling for a few minutes like, how am I going to write this paragraph? I know exactly what it makes me feel, but I don't know how to put it into words on the paper. And uh, my mom was getting increasingly a little bit frustrated and I asked her, I said, hey, is it okay if I put it in, in poem form or write it as a poem? She just kind of looked at me and said, all right, you know, whatever, as long as it uh, gets done. And uh, I sat there and a few minutes later uh, composed this. It's called Love of the Piano and it was my first ever poem. I go into dreamland when I hear the piano so grand. The rhythms capture my heart, whether they're together or apart. They make me feel like I'm in a field running free and wild or in the pit of despair. There you go. That was uh, the beginning. And after that, I didn't write poetry for a while. Um, I just sort of stuck to reading it until last summer. uh, The poetic bone in my body was awakened, and I wrote one poem... And then this summer, I wrote a few more. And I think this is something that I'm going to uh, exercise, uh, hopefully for the rest of my life. I really enjoy this. Uh, so and the last thing I'll mention in that sort of uh, poetic and creative journey of mine is I've really recently, in the past like month or two, started to put poetry to music. I uh, play guitar, and me and a buddy of mine and uh, have started to write some songs together and I've uh, also written a few solo songs on the guitar that maybe one day I'll share on here, uh, but it is not this day. Uh, so, uh, yeah, no, I just, I, I love poetry. It is, uh, can definitely be a important part of an overarching narrative and, uh, and is just a beautiful art form, uh, of the written language in and of itself. All right, that is this week's episode. Hopefully I'll be back sooner than I was. Uh, we'll have less of a break, but no promises. Uh, I look forward to the next time I can sit down and record an episode.